Hey guys, welcome to the Process to Purpose podcast. Again, we're here to help inspire, motivate, and encourage others to find their purpose through the process of spirituality, health, and wealth using godly principles and values to break through to the life that God has called us to live. I'm super excited for this next episode with Kevin Crowell, and we're gonna be talking about spiritual hunger. It's an amazing episode that, that I was really impressed with. Here's the episode. I'm just going to introduce really quick how I know Kevin. So, so Kevin actually used to be my coach back in high school when I was a, a freshman. A freshman in high school. How long ago was that, man? Like, yeah, that was like 14 years ago. 14, so, yeah, I 14 can't even years believe. ago, yeah, it's man. It's scary. Time flies by. So yeah. Take that, advantage of what you're doing that's now. That's like, so at that time, it was like times. So, like, I just doubled my age since the last time that, that, <laughs> that you were coaching me, man. Um, but I, I've stayed in constant contact with, with Kevin, and uh, I'm really excited for the relationship we're going to be building, man, and uh, what you got going on. So, really quick, Kevin, just uh, if you could just introduce yourself, man. Give us, a, you know, a quick introduction. Yeah, no, uh, I'm Kevin Crowell, um, uh, entrepreneur really ever since I was uh, 18. Um, as Rob told you, I somehow got the head coaching job when I was 18 years old. So yeah. coaching these kids, I wasn't very much older than that. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, started there um, and with uh, my uh, defensive coordinator of that job, um, we actually started a business together and um, we're actually nine years in, so that's pretty phenomenal there. Nice, and, nice. Um, now going into uh, the finance industry, uh, financial planning and advising, and looking forward to that because it's, you know, process to purpose is the name of this. And um, I call it, you know, kind of from career to calling. So nice. that's where I'm at now. So nine really successful good. years now going to the next chapter, still running that business, but adding adding on this extra thing because I feel it's uh, something God wants me to do with the skill set that he's given me. So I look forward good. to that. Good. And then let me ask you, what was your, your last business that you were, that you were doing? Um, well, we have a um, corporate hotel business. So we basically uh, provide hotel rooms. Um, we broker out hotels for businesses that are attending conventions, trade shows. Nice. Um, all throughout the country um, and Canada. So you've been a businessman for a while now, man. Yeah. Over, uh, yeah, this is our ninth year. So, you know, God has, uh, had his hand on it in favor. So definitely grateful for that. Yeah. Congratulations, man. Cause we know that a lot of businesses don't last past five years. Yeah. You know, they don't, they, they, they start up and they, you know, they might come out hot, but after a couple of years, they're just, they're done. So congratulations, man. That's super awesome. Yeah. You know, God just, yeah, he's had, again, he's had his favor on it and, uh, me and luckily I have a business partner that's a Christian, uh, Blake as well. So, um, we both know that it's not our business. It's God's business. Uh, and amen. We put it there, and he's had his hand on it and provided. You know, so. that's that's really good, man. And I remember uh, Kevin and, and Blake when I was back in high school, man. You guys were crazy, bro. Like you, you guys, <laughs> like I, honestly, like I have this quick story. We we like we we didn't really like you guys as coaches because you guys really challenged us. You know, back back when you're yeah. you're young, you don't you don't want people to challenge you. And then you're like, man, these guys make us run. They make us do this. But it was for our own good. But I remember uh, my junior year going into my senior year. And I didn't talk to you this about the before the show. But um, you went to go buy pizza at the Hall of Fame game that Tommy was playing in. Yeah. And it was all of the freshman guys that you had were serving the pizza. And then you <laughs> bought two slices, bro. And we gave you the smallest slices in the wow. world. And, bro, you were so mad. Dude. You're like, Really? really man yeah yeah and then and then we end up hooking them up after but um yeah man we 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 definitely there's a lot I mean, of coaches I remember that remember that actually yeah and i was like uh but tommy i mean you know yeah he had four touchdowns that game so that's the, <laughs> game. the pizza tastes a little better because he was doing good so yeah tommy my boy yeah. tommy i hope you're watching this man 
he, you tore it up that game. But uh, no, man, that's that was pretty that was pretty awesome, man. That you and Blake actually kept up that relationship uh, and kept it going, man. Coach Blake was 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 a crazy dude, man. He was like super intense. <laughs> yeah, I haven't talked to him in such a long time, but I'm sure he's still the same dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's uh, yeah, intense. So yeah, no, we definitely feed off each other, and uh, he's yeah, great guy. Okay, awesome. So. So that was you guys back, you know, when you guys were 18 years old. Uh, what was what was the transition like? Or you could even maybe share your story of how you, you gave your life to Christ, man. Yeah, so mentioning Blake. Yeah, Blake uh, has been my best friend since fourth grade. Mm. Um, and his mom is actually the one that uh, brought me to Christ because I was, you know, Catholic. So as, you know, many people know, it's very traditional, very, you know, a uh, little tight. You know? Yeah. So, I remember I used to go and they had those wood pews at Catholic church and I would just be like squirming, like, you know, like, you know, with my back against the wall. Cause I'm like, man, this is really uncomfortable. Yeah. You know? And, uh, it's just, I didn't really like Catholic church. Um, and so I ended up, uh, going to a Christian church one time when I was like 18 and, uh, it just felt right. Completely right to me. Nice. I was like, well, this is, I feel like this is how it's supposed to be. Um, but so you know, as you know, or a little bit about, I used to be a rebellious guy. So I used to be really rebellious, constantly okay. going against uh, authority, not in a bad illegal way, but just yeah. authority. I just didn't listen. I thought I knew okay. it all. Yeah. What does that look like, bro? Yeah. I just thought I knew it all. With Got everything. it. Um, Got it. So, uh, but Blake's mom just always, uh, you know, showed me like a ton of grace, like just grace around, like just completely, like all the troublemakers were all at Blake's house hanging out she would be buying pizzas and uh nice just everyone there and then she'd be having these like really deep conversations with kids like you know like 17 16 whatever in the backyard like talking about jesus and i'm like what the yeah that's what it's about yeah exactly so everyone just was attracted to her because she just you just felt grace around her Mm. so i was like man i just feel complete grace around her so she's actually the one that led me um you know to christ and she's like have you ever said the prayer i was like no i don't think so and she's like well would you i was like yeah let's just do it Really? So, yeah, she just uh, did the prayer with her, and okay. that's how I came to Christ was through her. So Nice, man. And and just so you guys know, our topic's going to be uh, about spiritual hunger. Um, so that that's what we're going to be focusing on today. So let, let us, you know, you, you said you came to Christ around 18, and, and at 18, that's that's a pretty rough age, yeah. right? That, that's a tough age because, again, we think we know it all. Yeah. Uh, we want to go explore. You know, we have all these temptations in front of us, so... How, how does that, how was that transition for you maybe from, uh, you know, being that 18 year old know-it-all to, to becoming, you know, a follower of Christ, man? Uh, well, it's, it's a process. Yeah, so definitely. Like, like you said, when you're watching me coach, you're like, I don't know if you're a Christian or not. So the joke, yeah. <laughs> um, no, so yeah, it, it's just, uh, it's a process, you know what I mean? So everyone thinks that it's going to, uh, your life just flips up, you know, changes completely yeah. and it, it's not really that way. It's, it's a process. Um, it's, it's not easy, you know, being a Christian is not easy. So, uh, I would say it's a process you go into that, but you kind of start knowing that you're, you know, not in control, Yeah. but, um, you really feel just the relief, like the change of, uh, knowing that things are in his hands. But like I said, it is a process. So to even get there, right. It's a, yeah. Once you start, it's a journey. Like it's not a, you know, it's God goes this way, that way, that way. Um, so it's not just a straight line, easy thing. So it's a yeah. process and just obviously, uh, the more you're diving into his word and listening, the more, you know, the faster your process goes on you know, yeah. getting to where he wants you to be. No, no, that's really good. Cause for me, when, when, when I first became a Christian, it, it was, it was really hard for me because I felt like I, I needed to become a Christian to have it all figured out. Right. So a lot of people think when they're going into the church or they they become a Christian that automatically, you know, 
just good things are going to start happening to them. Or even the people that are in church, they feel like, you know, all those people in church, they have it all figured out. And that's not the case, right? Because we know, we know in church that it's full of broken people, right? So a lot of people, even before they give themselves that opportunity, they're already disqualifying themselves uh, from, from, from the opportunity to have that relationship with Christ because they're like, oh, I already did, um, I did this. I've done that. Uh, I'm, I'm this person. You know what I mean? Um, so, no, that's really good, man. Um, so we're going to go, go into – are we good? Does it sound good? All right. Awesome. Um, we're gonna go. My wife, my hot wife, just passed by right now, so she. I got distracted, bro. <laughs> we got distracted. Don't mind me. Yeah. Um, so, what 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 period in your life, since we're talking about spiritual growth here, I mean spiritual hunger here, mm-hmm. uh, what 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 period of your time did you did you experience that that spiritual hunger the most? Um, you know, spiritual hunger and the spiritual growth, uh, the things that uh, I'd say. Most recently, really, because um, I moved out to uh, Irvine, so I've been out there about a year and a half. Good. Um, and when you f- get your uh, the most spiritual hunger and spiritual growth, um, most people don't want to hear it, is but it's when you're going through challenges or when you're going through trials or tribulations mm-hmm. where nothing you can do, you don't have all the answers to it. Like you have to literally rely on God yeah. to come through. Like, and that's where He tests your faith. Definitely. Do you have maybe any examples of of uh you know, a, a situation you were in or something that you really had to put the, all the trust in God because you're like, God, I can't figure this out by myself. I don't have the strength. I don't have the courage. Do you have an example maybe of that that you can think of? Yeah, well, one of the things was in my, um, you know, and I share this uh, with a couple of groups that I'm in, is just that um, it's where you're in the, in my uh, finances or whatnot, in mm-hmm. my ministry, uh, one of the biggest things I love to talk about is finance and uh, how God views money. Mm. stewardship because I feel it's such a stronghold on people that I want to get the message out what God teaches about money and you don't got to worry about it. Yeah. So that's been the biggest passion of mine for a really long time. That's really and good. God has done amazing things to me. Obviously nine years in business, all these things. So I was telling all these um, things and I went to a bunch of uh, wealthy guys and I'm telling everyone these things. So finally God said, yeah, Kev, you know what? You're, you're talking a lot about this and I appreciate all you're doing. He's like, but I'm not just going to take your word for it. I'm just going to I'm gonna put you on the, the witness stand here. Yeah. You know? So yeah. he tightened things up in a way where he's like, he's like, okay, you, you've been talking all this. You really believe it? Like, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, What's definitely. going on here, bro? Let's check it out. So literally, I was like, I'm all, I didn't make sense. I was like, God. And a lot, a lot of the times when God's doing something, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Until, not to us, at least, right? Yeah, exactly. Until yeah. at the very end, all of a sudden something happens, and you're like, okay, I know what you're doing now. Why did I ever doubt? Mm-hmm. But really, you, you you were a little bit. You're like, I'm like, God, I don't. I don't get this. Like your words, this why? Why is this happening? And um, it came to the point where he's like, "Man, no matter what you do, Kev, he's like, I felt like he was telling me, it's not you're not gonna get uh, the money you want like the way you think you're gonna get it. It's not gonna yeah. happen." So all of a sudden, I was like sh- uh, really tight, and I was gonna be short on like my car payment coming up or whatnot. And I'm like, "Man, I don't, I don't know what to do here." Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Blake calls me, and he's like, "Hey, Kevin," I'm like, "What's what's going on, bro?" He's like, "Yeah, we got a check from Hilton." And I don't know why, you know, I got a check. I got a, you heard all these stories yes. all the time. You heard tons of these stories. Yes. I got a check from Hilton. I'm like, what? They, they're not supposed to send us a check. They weren't going to do this for me. They told me like, for sure, we're not going to send this to you. Um, and I was like, okay, that was a long time ago. And all of a sudden I needed something. Um, all of a sudden, magically just a Hilton check comes in. And it's like, now I'm able to pay my car. And I'm just wow. like, and I'm like, God, like why did I ever doubt? And it's like the first yeah. time that God did something 
he's done other stuff with me where he's protected, you know, uh, me and Blake in business and things like that, where he says he's going to protect our crops and he has, but this is the first time he's done something just completely outside of it where it made no sense. Like, yeah. This literally wasn't going to happen. All of a sudden I got a check and I was like, cool. Like, yeah. You know, so yeah, Isn't that, that crazy? was, uh, it's exciting. But so during this time, uh, he was just showing me all these things and it made me dive into the word even more. It mm. made me listen even more. It made me, um, listen to more podcasts, maybe dive into the word. It made me pray more. I wasn't good at praying. Now all of a sudden I was praying a lot. You know what I mean? Cause and now when you're in pain, you, you really pray. Yeah. You really pray. It's no, it's not the prayer where you're like, Oh God, you know, bless this day, bless my ride. Yeah. Bless this time. It's like, no, no, now it's serious. And you're like, God, what's going on here? Like, you know, yeah. it's a different, uh, it's a different thing, but that's what he desires. He desires real relationships. Yeah. Like, ah, okay, Kev. No, I got you. Because I used to say a real nice prayer. And he's like, yeah, that's a good prayer, Kev. But I know you're really mad right now. Yeah. So it's like, that really wasn't you. Like, you said a nice prayer. But no, I know I know you're mad. No. You know, I want the I want the real, the <laughs> yeah. raw stuff. Right, give it to me, man. Yeah. Come I on. I can handle it. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. God's yeah, yeah. a big boy. You can handle your prayers. Yeah. And you know, it's funny that you say that. Because a lot of people, they're like, man, why am I going to take it to God? Like, he's so worried about everybody else. Like, why is he going to worry about my stuff right now? That well, What I'm caring for, right? People think that his hand is just this big. Where it's not, it's like maybe this big or even yeah. bigger, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah, no, I have two hands to carry everyone's weight, you know? Mm-hmm. I died on the I died on the cross for you. Like I'm carrying your weight already. Like it's already done. And this is funny too, just some of the people are listening, but because I've heard this in a different a bunch of different settings mm-hmm. that people go, I don't like to ask God for stuff, and I don't like to because I just feel that it's selfish and I don't like to ask God, but you do want to ask God for everything that you're looking for. You want to ask him. Yeah. Not and the reason why is because it shows humility it shows dependency yeah who's the provider yeah i'm asking you because you're the provider yeah you're i'm completely dependent on you so you have to look at it as the way of it's showing humility like hey i'm asking you because i'm dependent on you if you're trying to do it yourself you're 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 trying to cut him out of it Mm -hmm. you know it's just you're misinterpreting what he's doing like i get uh what they're trying to say like oh i don't want to ask him for anything but he wants you to ask him because he wants he wants to know that you're dependent on him yeah yeah, no, that's really good. And I like the way, I like how you said that, uh, you know, once you're going through that, that rough time, that bad time, that it, it kind of forces you to to pray. Um, but what I like about you, you know, you receive that check and you're like instantly like, yes, like God, you came through instead of being like, look what I did. Yeah. You know 100%. what I mean? No, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Like, look what I did. I, I got a check out of nowhere. You know, it came through. I knew it was. I said it all, you know. No, it's yeah. like, no, I received this check. I know where it came from. The, pro- the provider and I'm thanking him for for it now, and I'm I'm still gonna continue to pray the, the way I've I've learned how to pray during that that bad time, because I mean it's hard to pray during yeah. that time. Well, and I shared it right away because I was just like so pumped up. Yeah, and it's like because I love that stuff where you know it's God's hand on it. Yeah, and it's, it's kind of like you know I I share a lot on social media, maybe more than I probably should. But here's the thing, like you know we're. We, you know, the award I got earlier for, for, for rookie of the year, it was, it's, it was something that like, I was really proud of mm-hmm. because I knew that it was God. Like, yeah. like it just gave me an opportunity to glorify God. Yep. That, that's all it was. Like, you know, yeah, I, 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 I did it, but it, it would, you know, I, I had to take action to get it. But at the same time, I knew that God was providing the whole time. Like a lot of times I was just like, like, bro, like, how did I do that? Like, how did I even close that deal? It's like, I got to remember like, man, God just had my back. Well, God gave you the strength, he gave you the energy, he gave you the yeah. insight to make it happen. Yeah, you know, he put so. the right people in front of me, mm-hmm. you know, that, that were ready now, 
because I can tell you, like, yeah, I got that award, but uh, there's a lot of things I was lacking in business, like, you know, follow-up, you know, staying consistent, prospecting. Like, there, I, I realized, like, my gosh, like, how did I even do that? You know, because you need all that in business, yeah. you know, but mm-hmm. I, once I got the award, and it's funny, because just to let you know, I know I do this whole podcast thing, bro, yeah. but... When I, I do, I am really bad right now. I say right now because I feel like I'm going to get better, but I'm really bad at um, public speaking. Yeah. I, I, for some reason, I freeze up, you know, and I got and I feel like I got to stop telling myself that I'm really bad at it uh, to begin with. But yeah, that's part of it. Yeah. 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 I, and I think it is. And I have to get over that. But I was like, I visualize myself getting that award mm-hmm. and I'll go into it later on a later episode, but I visualize myself getting the award, receiving it and having like a speech. Yeah, literally like a speech of like how I'm gonna thank God for it. Like yeah. that's all I was thinking about. Like, hey, yep. I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get this uh, award, and in front of everyone, I'm gonna say all glory to God in front yeah. of you know all these business people. Well, that's why the um, that's why uh, I wanted to do this podcast with you because I've seen a lot of stuff you're doing on social media. I'm like, he's got he's got the right mindset. He has the right foundation. So that's why I wanted to get together with you because that's exactly. You're yeah. doing it the right way, like 100%. Yeah. And it was, uh, and it's like you're talking about funny uh, about the business people. This is one of the stories that were shared. Um, there was a uh, business conference at like Saddleback Church, and you know, Rick Warren, his church, The Purpose Driven Life, the author of The Purpose Driven Life or whatnot. And he went uh, to all these business people and he kind of, you know, went in there. He's like, Yeah, you guys know, you know, I'm a pastor or whatnot. And um, I'm paraphrasing, I don't know exactly everything he said perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he was saying, you know, uh, that book is, is super popular, obviously, and he's, his royalties, he's, he's making a ton. But he's like, why do you think that God, like, allowed me to, why did he give me the vision to write this book? Why did he do this for me? And everyone's kind of looking around, he's just like, because he knew he could trust me with the money. Mm. Like, you know, because, um, I don't know exactly how, but he gives a ton back. Yeah. Like, I think, it, you know, I don't know for sure, but I think it was like, it was, it's over 90% of wow. the royalties of that book. Like, he wow. gives back into the community, because... God knew you could trust him with it. You know, That's talked, really good. Yeah, we talked about that earlier. God will only, um, he won't bless you beyond what your character can actually handle. Yeah. He's not going to give you something that's going to take you further away from him. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I definitely. say this all the time. I just said it with you again not too long ago. It's like, yeah, I can get, you know, make $20 million all of a sudden. And I'll be like, yeah, um, I don't think it would affect me at all. But, you know, yeah. but. Maybe if I did, I'm like, hey, let's go to Vegas. I, yeah, I have yeah. no idea. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, don't yeah. think, I don't think that would happen. But yeah. God's the only one that does know. Yeah. Like, but he will, won't bless you beyond what you can handle. He's not going to bless you with something that's going to take you farther away. Yeah, okay. yeah. No, and that's really good. And it, he doesn't want to bless you that way either. You know, he doesn't want to say, here, here's 20 million. He wants you to earn it. Mm-hmm. You know, he wants you to persevere. Mm-hmm. Right. He wants you to build that endurance. So, so you can build character. And that character, what, turns into hope, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that's what he wants us to do. A lot of people are like, well, I, I, I prayed for, you know, that, that, that harvest. I prayed for this. I prayed for that. But then they're chilling on their couch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's really it's good the, stuff, uh, man. Go experience. Ahead. Yeah. It's the experience. You're mentioning the hardships and the different things. When you're involving God in that, the special thing about that is that he's actually getting to experience it with you, mm. which is a, great, uh, is a great thing as opposed to... Um, just you know, one big thing. I mean, he does do that sometimes, but like I said, it just depends on yeah like, what you can handle and what the process has been. Yeah, and then just on on you know on those lines, I I, I like saying this to people um, when they're trying to achieve success or you know start a business, whatever the case is. Uh, you know, I, I, 
I don't know exactly what verse it, verse it is. I think it's Matthew 7. But when he talks about, uh, you know, asking you shall receive, seeking you will find. Mm-hmm. Knocking the door shall be open to you. Uh, what I like about that, that those are literally all actions. Yeah. Literally. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, ask, it's an action. Mm-hmm. You know, seek, it's an action. Knock, it's an action. People don't realize that people just think like, hey, God, I'm right here. Like, pick me. Yeah. You know, I'm the guy. $20 million yeah. right here. Yeah, $20 million. Yeah. Hey, $20 million. Yeah, just write the check, sign it. You know, you're my provider. Come on. Yeah. But they don't realize that they have to take the right action mm-hmm. to get to what God wants them to do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Just uh, And God rewards action. I just heard a John Maxwell say the other day, it's like people always want to see what everything is. They want to see like the vision. They want to see, okay, if I go this way, it's exactly what it's going to look like. It's like they want to know what's around the corner. But it's like the only way to see what's around the corner is you got to go around the corner. Yeah. Like yeah. that's it. Like you're not going to get this grand vision where God just shows you everything perfectly. Yeah. Never. No. Never works like that. And like uh, another thing that you said as well is just like everything worthwhile is uphill. Everything. Mm-hmm. Everything worthwhile is uphill. But one of the good things about going uphill too is that the view is nice. Yeah. You know? So he said that too and I love that. Yeah. No, that's really good. All right, man. So, what what do you think is the most important discipline that that you need to expedite uh, spiritual hunger, spiritual, spiritual growth? growth. Um, obviously, you want to be uh, obedient. Like you want to make sure you're, that you're in God's will. Um, no, that's that's really good. You want to make sure you're in God's will. Um, there's a lot of different things that you can do, but one of the biggest things for me is, uh, and it, I've just been on it lately. It's big. It's been big for me, but is. Uh, I think it's Proverbs 23, 4, where it says, um, you know, guard your heart for, you know, it determines the course of your life. Mm. So what you're feeding your mind, what you're feeding your heart, which is what you're feeding your mind, which is, you know, what you're listening to, what you're watching, uh, the associations you're around. That's really good. Yeah. To expedite the process, you want to feed your, uh, feed your heart good things. So I'm in the word every day. Um, I'm watching good shows. I'm praying a lot. I'm spending a lot of time with God. Yeah. I'm around uh, great people. You know, that doesn't that, that doesn't mean be around you can't be around bad people or help people or whatever the case is. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. But your majority of your time, yeah. who are you spending it with? What are you feeding yourself? And what I found is that when you're putting that good information in, you're operating at such a better level, a way higher level, and God can use you way faster if you're feeding yourself that as opposed to you know i'm watching the sopranos or yeah. i'm doing this or i'm doing that yeah, yeah if you have trouble with lust or you have trouble with greed or money you know if you're watching a lot of the stuff that we see on tv now it's it's not going to feed your best strengths yeah you know it's gonna and they glorify that stuff on tv yeah you know? yeah. Glor- yeah you know you got godly wisdom and worldly wisdom they're two completely separate yeah. things and you can't mix them up like solomon uh you know, it's in, uh, I can't, I don't remember if it's in Ecclesiastes or whatnot, but he said, he said, Solomon did everything right, except, mm. you know, and that one thing, except that he didn't do, you know, literally deterred him away from everything. He lost everything because of it. So it's like, you don't want to mix godly wisdom and worldly wisdom, but was this is cocky. Uh, what is, what was that one thing that he was, uh, the, all the ladies that he had? Concubines. Concubines. There you go. That, yeah. that was the that was the word. I was I was trying to present. I was like, I'm gonna say it wrong. I'd I had some, yeah, I had some friends. It was just funny. They're just like, man, I, I, it doesn't say anything in the New Testament. You can't. You know, <laughs> what's going on? Like, how many wives can you have? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. I'm pretty sure it's there. I don't see where it doesn't say. Yeah. That was pretty funny. No, that's really good. I like I like how you talked about you know just the people who who you surround yourself with, the people who are feeding into your life. That's important, man. You know, um, you know how they say, you know, you are the sum of the five people you hang out with. Mm-hmm. And it's really true. 
you know in spanish they do this thing where i'm not gonna say in spanish i'll probably mess it up but basically yeah. like you know tell me who, who 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 your friends are and i'll tell you who you are yeah it's, you know? it's just like proverb says you know walk on the uh you walk among the wise you become wise you walk amongst fools you're gonna be foolish yeah, like, yeah. so it's like that's you know you're gonna suffer harm if you hang out with fools so yeah. iron sharpens uh, iron man yeah you want to be in those associations where uh, and I just read it today, and I was like, God, I was like, I've read Proverbs a million times. It's like, God, ah, Proverbs is so good, man. Show, he just showed me something. It's like, you know, um, you know, uh, look for good, you'll find good. Look for mm-hmm. evil, you'll find evil. So that goes back into what are you feeding yourself? Like, you know, uh, you're looking for good. You're looking at the good outcomes of everything. You're always looking for the blessings that you have, all these things. You're going to find those things. Your yeah. subconscious is going to make you find those good things. But you look at the reason you can't do things or why I didn't get business today or I didn't do this or I didn't do that. Yeah. Then you're going to, your brain's going to find reasons why you're not doing it. Yeah. Because that's where your focus goes. That's where your focus goes. hundred percent. Yeah. No, that's really good, man. Uh, I like that. Cause, um, I, I've been around the wrong people sometimes and I, you know, I love some of these people, man. Yeah. You know, like these, these, these have been close friends and it just didn't do me any good, man. You yeah. know, because it's not, it's not like, you know, they made me do those things, you know, it's like, hey, we're there and we kind of just, it kind of just happened. But because I was, I put myself in that situation, then that's when it became bad. Yeah. Does that make sense? Um, and then I had one more thought, but it kind of, it kind of went away. So let's go to the next question. <laughs> it happens to me all the time, bro. Yeah. All the time. Uh, yeah. So how do you, how do you, how, how, how would you say you plant seeds in people who, who don't know Christ? Because I know, I know with that, it, it could be a little touchy, right? Because you, you know, sometimes you want to be aggressive towards people, but sometimes you, you know, you're kind of like, well, I want to lay back. So how, how do you plant seeds in people, man? Yeah, well, it's like, funny thing is too, a lot of the stuff I say is just actually from experience as opposed to, mm. uh, as opposed to just like, you know, a theory or whatever. I, a, a lot of stuff I share tries to be from stuff that I've actually done. Yeah. So when I was younger and I first became Christian, um, I was on fire. And I, if, you know, for the new Christians or people that are now, you know, further along, they know what I'm talking about where you're like on fire to tell everyone about yeah. Christ. Hey, you know, da, da, da. And like, then you're like, man. And they're like, oh, I don't want to hear that. Or this and that. It's like, well, you're going to hell. Like, yeah. <laughs> just joking. Yeah. Around. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> I've done, no, I've done it before. I'm all, and guess what? All five senses are active. You're, yeah. You're sight, you're this, yeah, you're yeah, that, yeah. you know? Um, you know, just joking around, but it's, uh, it's funny, but yeah, just like all five senses are active, you know, <laughs> you're like, going to hell and this and that. <laughs> yeah. yeah but or they uh, tell you something, you're like, Jesus loves you. Yeah. Like what? Yeah, you're all mad. <laughs> and it's like, man, that's definitely not the way if you read any of the gospels, Jesus did not act yeah, like that. Yeah. All. Yeah. For sure. Um, and, that's uh, funny, man. but yeah, so anyhow, you know, go to the point, but yeah, so that's not the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's the best way I found is that you're, it's, it's about the way you live. Like it's about being a salt and a light to people and just helping people, just serving them, like lifting them up, whatever it is. Like don't, mm. uh, don't have a uh, agenda or this or that. You just help the person. Yeah. And guess what? If you add value to a person's life, now you have influence over them. Mm-hmm. You have influence, not over them, but with them. Yeah. So now they're more open to hearing what you have to say or whatever the case may be, but you want to help them first. Like yeah. That's like the very first thing. And it's just by the way you live. When you live, um, when you live that way, people know that there's just something different about you. Yeah, they um, they can see the foundation. That... They they just see like there's something different about that guy. And I know yeah. you run into Christians like that. We're like, man, that guy is just incredible. I don't know how I can get on that level. But I always use the example uh, from uh, the movie God's Not Dead. I don't know if you ever seen that movie. No, I haven't. Wow. Okay, you definitely have to see that. You okay, love it. Um, anyway, there's just like a I'd be like, babe, write that down. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> it's, it's a great movie, and anyone who hasn't seen it, I suggest you guys doing it. It's not awesome. a 
it's not an only Christian movie or anything like that. It's like it's whether if you whether you're a believer or not a believer. It's good. It's a good movie to watch. And good. Even my buddy who's an atheist is like, dude, I really, I love that movie. <laughs> yeah. But um, so there's a there's a um, wait, wait 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 wait. That's a great point right there. Yeah. Actually, you said one of my buddies is an atheist. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Because a lot of people they'll be like, well, I'm gonna separate myself from this guy yeah. because he's an atheist. You yeah. know what I mean? And and where you're humble enough to be like, you know what, this guy's my friend. And what I'm going to do, is I'm just going to love on him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Love on him. Sorry. Sorry for, for interrupting you, but no, I thought no, it was pretty no, good. No, it's totally good. Yeah. A lot of my friends aren't, uh, you know, um, aren't uh, Christian or they may be Catholic. They may be practicing or they may be Catholic or Christian, but they're not practicing. That's kind of just how they grew up or whatever the case right, is. Like, yeah. Like Sunday Christian sometimes. Yeah. Exactly. You know? So a bunch of different, but um, like I said, it's just going back to um, how to talk to people is that when... When it's their time, it's their time. Mm-hmm. Like God will present you with the moment and the time. You could be working on someone for years, yeah. you know, but you would have lost them if you would have said like, "Hey, man, what are you doing? Like, yeah. you're living the wrong way." It's like, man, you can't tell them they're living the wrong way. Sinner. When they, yeah, but they didn't sign up for it. Yeah. Like if they're not Christian, you're telling them something they didn't sign up for. Yeah. So it's like, why are you telling them how to live when they didn't even sign up for it yet? Yeah. Like, they're, they're just gonna push you away. Yeah. So yeah. it's like you. When, uh, you know, you want to hold your brothers accountable, that's a different, you know, subject. But, yeah, um, I'd say just like you just said, loving on them and uh, lifting them up. That's really yeah. all you do. And it's when it's their time, it's their time. Like, we're, we're not that powerful. Like, mm-hmm. God has his, uh, uh, God has his hand on every situation. He knows when someone's time is or whatnot. Yeah, like you'll really you'll know, he'll present you that situation if he wants you to talk about it or if he just wants you to lift them up, just help them. Right. Like that's it. No, it's really good because I actually had a conversation with uh, one of my one of my buddy's mom the other day, and he's like, "Hey, she's like, she looks at me in Spanish. She's like, oh, invite him to church.' Yeah, she tells me invite him to church, and I was like, I, I really don't feel like I, I have to. I, I could tell him yeah. I've I've done it before. Yeah, and he always kind of just shuts me down, which is which is okay with me. Yeah, I'm okay with it. But I say, hey, look, I pray for my friends all the time for the people that that don't know who God is. I pray for them all the time. Mm-hmm. I said, look, God's gonna use me in a way that I'm not in control of. You know, yeah. God's going to, they're going to have their time. I, I pray for them all the time. And I'm almost like, like cocky, like not cocky myself, but like cocky, like what God can do. Yeah. Like, like almost sure. Like, nah, God's got it, man. Like he, he's going to, he's going to bring them. I yeah. know it. I know it's just right now. Hey, all I have to do is show love to this person. That's it. And, 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 and it can be weird sometimes because, you know, people can say like, wait, you just show love to people. And that's how, you know, you bring people to God. Like, yeah, literally. Yeah. Literally, yeah, like that's my job. Yeah, because I, if, your job is not to save them. No, it's not. No, just show love to them and say, hey, you know what? Do you mind joining me for church? No, cool. Yes, awesome. I'll see you there. I'll save you a seat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that's like one of my biggest gifts, maybe, is love. Like showing love, speaking, you know, life into people, yep. encouraging people, inspiring people. That's what this whole podcast is about, right? Yeah. Um, so that's how I would approach people who don't know God. It's funny, just like you just said, life-giving, but that's like one of my biggest goals for the year. One of the prayers I do every day is I want to create a legacy of life-giving, giving life to people, lifting them up, um, and generosity. Like, mm. that's a prayer every day. Like, help me create this legacy, Lord God, that uh, that lifts people up, gives them life, you know, along with generosity. You know, one that glorifies you, you know, impacts your kingdom and benefits people. Like, that's what it's all about. Mm. So, that's, it's funny that you said life-giving because that's exactly what I want. To, yeah. That's the prayer that I do every day. No, sure. and and you know, just on even that that you say that your prayer every single day, you know, God God wants to lead us in a certain way where we need to know where we're going, 
right? So you say you pray about things. There's things that I pray for every single day, and they're practically the same thing, yeah. right? Every single day, I'm doing the same thing. That's part of my declarations I do to God every single day, what I'm grateful for every single day. Mm-hmm. I write down my goals so I know where I'm going. So that introduction that I just had right now, man, mm-hmm. I read it, I write it every single day. Yeah. Every single day. So that's why right now I don't even have to read it off this thing no more. Because yeah. it's like in my head. That's not, That's my mission. To inspire, motivate, and encourage people. Yeah, absolutely. Right? To find their purpose. Like I, like, like I feel like I'm doing right now. It's a yeah. process. Everyone has a process. Yeah. But that's what we're going through right now. Well, and the thing is too is that's just a discipline. Because you can't always see who it affects. It's just you're, yeah. just, you're just throwing out seeds. You know what yeah. I mean? And you're planting the seeds. And you're not responsible for the rain. Like yeah. God... You know, God does that. So you just, if you're doing your best and doing all that, like that's all, that's all you can ask for. Yeah, like, that's then really God good. Will, you know, God's going to do what he was going to do with it. Nice, man. So let's go. Let's, we know we're in the beginning of the year right now. So, you know, many, many people start sending, uh, setting goals at the beginning of the year. Uh, what are a couple of things that, that God has revealed to you so far in 2019, man? Yeah. Some of the, uh, some of the biggest things in, you know, uh, in 2019, it's just, uh, it's been incredible on the stuff that he's revealed to me. Uh, one of the biggest things he revealed to me is just, um, you know, affirmations and mm. reminding yourself of certain things and prayer. But uh, what I've noticed is that just like in, in church or in conversations or in ministries or things like that, there'll always be a message. Mm-hmm. But okay, so what's the game plan now to implement that message? Like, what are you going to do? Like, yeah. how do we do it? Like, I want to be a better person in 2019. I want to be a kinder person. Okay, cool. What do we do now? What like, actions do you need? How do I need to implement this? How do I strategize this so this actually comes to fruition and actually comes to life? Like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like, hey, did Proverbs you know, 23, 4, where it's like, I'm going to feed my heart good stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, that's all I'm going to do. I'm not going to watch, you know, The Sopranos or, you know, yeah. or, you know uh, uh, Game of Thrones, you know, those things like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to do that, you know. It's like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to uh, pray these things every day, asking for God's wisdom, insight, understanding, discernment on everything, um, for him to guide my steps, guide my uh, you know, uh, direction, guide my thoughts, yeah. protect me, do all these things. And there's a lot of different prayers. But um, also, uh, the biggest thing I think is just self-worth. Mm. The world kind of does it in a different way, like value yourself and you know, it's all about you and don't worry about anyone else. And um, that's screw, not screw the haters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The haters are this. Oh, man, I, I can't love stand the haters. That. <laughs> the haters are fueling me. Yeah. No, it's not for me. I it, can't live that way. No, man. no. If for me, it's it's value yourself. Um, and I said this not too long ago. And it's like, okay, so you get out of life what you think you're worth. Yeah. Okay. But so, what exactly is your worth, right? And it's like for me, your worth is, um, you know, the God of the universe, sovereign God of the universe, sent down His only Son to die for you and rise again, so that you can live free. Yeah. Like that's your worth. Yeah. Like the most high God sent his son down to die for you. Mm-hmm. Like that's how valuable you are. Mm-hmm. Like, and you have to remember that how valuable you are. And I have to remind myself every day, it's on my wall. Jesus loves me. Jesus died for me. Jesus desires my success because Jesus desires your success. Yeah. He's invested in his will for you, which is success. Yeah. He's invested in that. He wants to see you do it. Good. But I have to remind myself every day because, you know, we're, you know, we've, a lot of us have, uh, racked up such a high mountain of moral debt yeah. that we think we don't like deserve things. Mm, that's really good. So your life can be going great. And all of a sudden you're like, man, I'm, I'm doing really good in business. My business is kicking this and that. Then all of a sudden you don't, there's something inside of you. You don't think you're worth it. And you'll start to like slow down. Mm-hmm. You'll start to be like, Oh, I'm going to relax today. Or I'm going to 
sleep in till 11. Or yeah. I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. Or I don't need to work that hard this week because I did good last week. You know, and you start to subconsciously, you don't even know you're doing it. You start to slow yourself down and you get back to where you think you're worth. Yeah. Like, just like if you go way down, you're like, man, I don't deserve this. I deserve to get back here. Somehow you find a way to get back to what you think you deserve. Yeah. But you have to remember like you, what God, how much he values you is just like, keep, keep going. He doesn't want you to slow down. Like keep going, keep the momentum going, supercharge it. And part of that is rem- those daily disciplines and reminding yourself you know, how much you're worth, what, how, uh, how much God values get. you, that he wants your success because you're never going to get past where you want to be if you don't do that stuff. If you don't know how much he values you because you will automatically come back down. Yeah. Like I've seen it a million times and I've seen it with myself and I've seen it with tons of people around me. Um, so I would, that's like the biggest thing I would say is just those affirmations and just remembering how much you're worth. And when you have that confidence in yourself, when you have that joy, you're able to be a way better person for everybody else. Yeah, that's really good, man. I like what you said there about the discipline. Because as far as myself, discipline is huge, right? Because you said you have that the daily discipline of reading those things off every single day, right? You're reading them off, reminding yourself. Well, same thing for me. I had to basically develop a system Mm-hmm. to to become disciplined it is just it doesn't come to me i think everyone just thinks that hey oh robert's so disciplined he likes waking up at 4 a.m no i don't like waking up at 4 a.m you know what <laughs> i mean like but i feel like god put this in my heart so i can help other people become you know more consistent to to what they commit to and and, and be a lot more disciplined so i don't know if you've seen that i do the 122 challenge yeah. um so i you know have on my story uh, you know things that i do every single day without failure and I think that's what God's revealed to me. Like, hey, man, I want you to teach people how to become more disciplined. Yeah. Because the more disciplined you are, the more you you know you get done. And not only that, like I feel like a lot of people, what their downfall is, is that they have too much time on their hand, hands, right? That's a big yeah. You got a lot of time on your hands. It's uh. You it know, opens up those doors. Opens up the doors to your you know weakest links. Yes. You can say, or, you know your uh, what you're susceptible to, whether it's you know. Greed, lust, money. I'm just saying yeah. the main ones. Yeah. Guys, you know, money, lust, all that stuff. So Yeah, and it does. Um, it yeah. it, it opens up. Hands, it doesn't help with those, yeah. Yeah, it opens up that opportunity. So I feel like for myself, like, hey, being disciplined and helping other become other people become disciplined. And, hey, I have the structure that I have to follow every single day and do this and stay active, you know, and, and be intentional where, you know, everywhere I'm at, you know, this meeting with us right now, this interview, you know, being intentional yeah. when I'm with my wife being intentional, you know, with, I'm with my family, being intentional, you know, I'm in business, being intentional. So I I think just discipline has a huge thing. He's revealed that to me. It's like, Hey, I want you to be disciplined. That's it right now. Right. That's, that's where I feel like I'm going through right now. And one of those disciplines that I uh, just enacted as well, um, just uh, implemented, which is absolutely huge. I talked about uh, affirmations, but it's like you wake up and you're like, man, you know, thank God for the day. You thank God for all the stuff yeah. that, you know, that you can think of. Um, and then after that, I'm like, man, something good is going to happen to me today. Yeah. And something good is going to happen through me today. Yeah. yeah. And every day I say that, now my mind is always looking for that. Oh, man, look at this. This happened to me. That was good. Yeah. And this, I was able to lift this person up. That was good. Your mind starts to think that and you start to remember that because um, we talked about it earlier um, before we jumped on was that. Um, a lot of people are looking for, for blessings, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And something good is going to happen, uh, to me, but God wants to work through you. Yeah. Like, so when you're talking about, I want to be blessed. Okay, cool. Who's going to benefit from your blessing? Yeah. Cause if it, you know, if God blesses you and it stops with you, 
He's not. He's not interested in that. Yeah. He's interested in it going through you to benefit other people. Yeah. And that's how he knows he can trust you with it. So yeah. he gives you more and more and more. He's like, oh man, I got Kevin. I got Rob. I know when I give them to that, and when I bless them, it's going boom. It's it's right out the door. It's going somewhere else, and it's going to benefit someone else and someone else. Yeah. He's looking for a channel, not a reservoir. Mm. He's not looking for it to stop and just sit there. That's really he, good. He's just he's not interested in that. You know. So wow. for people that are uh, want the blessings, because you know it's a big word nowadays, like oh, blessed hashtag blessed life or whatever. Yeah, know, yeah. Different things like that. You know, not knocking. I'm just saying that's what I see. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, but he's, you know, when you're next time you're praying and asking for something, mention to God how you're going to use it to bless somebody else. Yeah. Like try to make that a practice. But when you're, when he knows he can trust you with it and it's going to keep moving. Yeah. Now you, you peaked, you peaked his interest. He's yeah. interested now. But yeah. when it's just stops with you, he's not interested in that. And you know what's crazy about that? A lot of people think like, oh, God, God's not, uh, you know, Jesus is not going to use me. He won't yeah. use me. I'm, I'm not qualified enough. But then you think about the disciples, right? You think about the, you know, the 12 that, that were chosen and he allowed them to go out there and cast out demons, you know, heal people. It's like God could have easily just snapped his finger, right? Easily because he can. Yeah. And everyone would have been, would have been healed. Everyone would have been, you know, all the demons would have been cast out. Yeah. But no, he decided to use what? People, mm-hmm. you know, tax collectors, yeah. fishermen. Like he decided to use all these people. He can use everyone just like us. We look right. at David, the great king, you know, you know, greatest king, uh, Israel. You know, he he uh, was a he was a shepherd. Mm-hmm. Like he went through all, you know. Um, he wasn't even in the lineup. No, he wasn't even in the lineup. They're like, man, here's our starting seven. Like, you know, who this? Is, which one of these guys are the next king? And uh, he's like, uh, the prophet's like, no, it's not this. God's telling me it's not this. Is there anyone else? Are you sure? Like, oh, we got David. He's like in the, but you know, he's the youngest. You don't want him. He's like in the. He's he's he's, he's out in the shepherd. field. He's out in the field right now. It's like, no, bring him. And he came. And he's like, no, no, this is the guy. Yeah. So it's like God used the littlest one out of yeah. them and he became a great king and a great warrior. Yeah. Um, and the story goes on with him. And obviously he wrote all this, you know, many of the Psalms. Yeah. Nice, man. Yeah. No, that's, it's been, it's been fun so far, man. Yeah. No, yeah, I, uh, man, I could talk about this stuff like all day. I yeah. I, I hope yeah. you guys are getting a lot out of this, man. Uh, if you are, give us some, give us some love and also share this with somebody, man. Yeah. You guys heard us affirmations, man. We're looking for affirmations, man. Yeah. We're looking for good words here. Yeah. 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 No. For some I, encouragement. And, 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 the, and it's crazy. Affirmations are so important, man. Like just, you know, saying them to yourself. Oh, look at this. There's another one. All right. So talk about affirmations, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. and uh, especially for men, you know, our uh, fathers, it's a big, it's just, it's a huge thing. Um, but um, when we talk about affirmations, uh, you remember when uh, Jesus, you know, got baptized and you know, God said, you know, this is my son who I'm well pleased, right? Mm-hmm. Even Jesus needed it. Yeah. He needed it. God knew he needed it. And he said, boom, here you go. He affirmed God himself, like, you know, affirmed because it's that important. Yeah. Like it's literally that important. Um, and that's why when that's really good. when people aren't getting affirmations um, from their parents, most mostly it's their dad. If yeah. If your yeah. dad's not affirming you, if he's not lifting you up, he's yeah, not yeah. encouraging you. When you get old enough, you start to look for those affirmations in different places. And that's girls and business. For me, I did it with, I'm like, man, I'm going to go conquer the world. I'm going to be in business. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I was yeah. getting affirmed by people at a young age that were high up. Yeah. Like telling me how great I was and it felt good. Yeah. You know, and uh, I was started searching it for that. Um, and, but you know, that went a certain way and God humbled me. No, that's good. Me, you know that's what I mean? Good. Like I said, being a Christian was a process. God showed me like, Hey, slow down there, fella. Yeah. And yeah. hit me, you know, like, you know, yeah, show mercy on me really. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like, then, uh, come but, on. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, come on. Let's get back up. You know, but he, 
changed my mindset on that. But um, that is something that was revealed to me, like probably like last year, where how important the affirmations were. Um, oh yeah. From you know your your uh, father figure, but obviously the ultimate is God Himself. So. Yeah. No, that's really good because a lot of people they do go searching, you know, for for ladies. Sometimes they don't have you know their dad there, and so they go searching for that that affirmation through guys that are just really not the the right guys for them. Mm-hmm. But because they're giving them attention or whatever the case is, they stayed there. And it's not maybe a healthy relationship or even with guys, you know, it's the same thing. For me, you know, I didn't have my dad around and I uh, had my stepdad. When my stepdad was a great guy, but he wasn't that guy that was like, hey, you know, you're doing great. You're, you're, no, yeah. he, didn't, he didn't really speak life into me. He was just a good role model for me. Amazing dude. Love him. He's my dad. Yeah. Um, but... I, I seek that out style. Yeah. yeah and, I, and, I, and I don't think I allowed him to. That's the thing, you know? Yeah. So I put up a wall, and every time he tried to, like, you know, even, like, just discipline me a little bit, yeah. I shut it down. I was like, nah, bro. Like, no, who are you to tell me? Well, it's just funny, too. Like you said, you get, when you're not getting that, you get you look for affirmation from other places. It could be in a public atmosphere or whatever. But I just remember right now, I'll tell this story. I didn't tell you about it. But so uh, uh, one of the guys, um, Chacon, he was a, a lineman on our team, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just blasting everyone. He was beating everyone down, like blowing them up, like bam, just crushing them. Yeah. Nobody could block him. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, what the hell? I can't even practice. This fool is just wrecking everybody. <laughs> and then uh, Cedeno here is like, man, no, I'll, I'll block him right now. So, like, just everyone went around, you know, and just one-on-one, and you actually blocked them. Yeah. Like, you know, it was just funny. Like, I'll take the challenge. Let's go. <laughs> you know, man. But I don't know if you remember that, but yeah, it was yeah. funny, man. Dude, Chico, yeah. you know what? It's funny, because Chico was my boy, but yeah. we always had, like, a rivalry, man. Yeah. All the time. Every, yeah. you know, uh, he left for a while, and then I ended up starting my sophomore year in, yeah. on Varsity, and then he came back, and he's like, oh, no, he's not good. He would tell me, you're not good, bro. You're, yeah. not good. I'm like, you're just being a hater, homie. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love yeah. Chico. I see him oh. now. He's still the same height, you know, yeah, he's still yeah. the same size, but he was a bulldozer, yeah, man. Yeah, you got to tell him that story. That was funny, though. Yeah, he was blasting people. Yeah, he's, yeah, but it was just funny. I remember that, yo, I'll take a challenge right now, and, just, and you ended up blocking him. <laughs> but it was just funny. I'm like, dude, like, it took, you know, like a challenge for you to even get extra energy, because you have, yeah. like, talent, so you'll just kind of relax, you know, and just do, oh, yeah. do what's necessary to pass, but you won't, like, go the extra, but. Yeah, and a lot of people live their life like, heck yeah, let's do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a funny story. That's good, man. So, man, this, is, this has been a lot of good stuff, man. Um, I know you wanted to get into this one because I was gonna I was gonna skip over a couple, but this one's actually really good. Yeah. So how can you be successful at work with God as your foundation? Okay. Yeah. So this is a big one um, yeah. because um, everyone out there, obviously, we work and we you know eighty percent of our jobs are we're we're at our jobs like almost eighty percent of the time, like you know, or some of us more. Like we're there a lot. We spend a lot of time there, um, and you know, it reminds me of the the verses. It's Colossians three twenty three. And that's that, you know, work as if you're working for the Lord, you know, Amen, and uh, he will reward you. Mm-hmm. So as hard as that is, you have to remember, especially if you're, um, if you're an entrepreneur, like for me, it's just me and God, like it's, that's it. Like I'm working cause I'm working for myself, but I'm really not working for him. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But it's like, I'm working for him. I got to answer to him at the end of the day, what I did mm-hmm. and I give my absolute best and he says he'll reward me. So it's acting like as if you're working for him, like he's the boss, you know, you're working for him because God pro- God is, he, he wants you to be successful in your business as well. Yeah. You're not glorifying God with a bad business or mm-hmm. with, you know, uh, you know, no clients or this or that. Or like, bad service. Yeah, or bad yeah, service. Yeah. That's not, yeah. you know, yeah. he, God wants your business to be successful, yeah. especially when you're working for him because that glorifies him because he's yeah. the one doing it for you. Yeah. Um, but on the other side where um, you have the uh, um, hourly wages is that you may have a boss that you don't like. 
and you're like, man, I just can't deal with this guy. Like every time I think of this guy, I'm just like, I can't deal with this person. Like he's dumb or he's this or he's that, you know? And you're like, I can't work for this guy, but we have to remember that I'm working for God, not this guy. So I got to be merry and just remember I'm working for God and that will help you uh, be joyful with it because he says he'll reward you. Mm. Like a lot of times people will tell you what you need to do, but they won't give you the why behind it. Yeah. So it's like God says he's going to reward you for doing that. So guess what? If you don't want to be in that position or if you don't want to listen to that boss, whatever the case is, God will lift you out of that if it's meant to be, if you're, if you're working for him. Yeah. He'll put you in a better position because he knows what you're going to do with the next position. Yeah. yeah Does that make definitely. sense? Like if you're in a if you're in a negative mindset, you're not going to you're not going to get past it. Yeah, you're just not going to get past it. You're yeah. going to be in that position, and for as long as it takes for you to uh, to start working for him instead. Yeah, he'll keep you there if you're just in that negative mindset, because he knows you're not ready to graduate yet. Yeah, or you're just going through the motion. Level. Yeah. yeah, if you're just going through the motion, that's not um, that's not uh, glorifying him either. Yeah, so yeah. If you want to get to the next level. Start working as if you're working for God in mm. everything that you do, and He will lift you up. Yeah, it's a guarantee. It's not. It's a promise. It's a guarantee, and you can tell Him too. You know, uh, one of those things about prayer. It's like, hey, God, this is what you said in the Bible. Like you told me this. Yeah. Like when you pray, He wants you to use His word. Yeah. It's like, hey, God, this is what you told me, and I'm still waiting. Like, what's going on here? Like you told me this, and He's like, all right, cool. This you're using my word because God uh, cares about his word. Like that's, yeah. that's the only thing he's tied to. He's not tied to, you know, your feelings. He's not tied yeah, to no, your business definitely. partner. He's not tied to anything. All he's tied to is his own word. Yeah. So that when you pray to him, that's how you pray. You got to use his word. Um, when you're talking to him. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's awesome. And the greatest example that I can think of right now, um, for, for, for me or something that I experience is actually my wife. Mm-hmm. So, so my wife is, she's been promoted like maybe two or three times, you know, and maybe in the last like year and a half, where like they literally had to create a job for her, yeah. like like a, a position for her, mm-hmm. because they're like, no, like we gotta just like keep this, the, 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 you know, this woman because she's doing freaking amazing, yeah, right. And 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 it's crazy because my wife doesn't do it for them, yeah, right. My wife doesn't do it because she wants to honor her boss or mm-hmm. she wants to look good. She does it because she wants to glorify God in everything that she does, mm-hmm. and that's part of it. So she goes to work, she's gonna work her butt off a hundred percent. And so she comes home. She's like, babe, I got a promotion. I was like, oh, you're lead now. Yeah. Sick. You know, yeah. you got a little pay raise. Awesome. A couple months later, she comes back and she's like, hey, I got another promotion. Um, They're making a supervisor position for me. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't even exist, but they're doing it for That's me. That's totally a God thing, too. Because it, like, it this is. Because created a new position that wasn't even existent yeah. for someone and because she's working for God, like yeah. that's what she's doing, and that's it's excellent. Yeah, man, and 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 it's crazy because those people in that position, you know, are they all have their their master's degree or you know that that next level degree where my wife just has her bachelor's, yeah. you know, but that that piece of paper is not doing anything. God's like, man, that piece of paper is good. It's great that you have it, but look what I can do yeah. for you because yep. you're honoring me. It it's amazing, right? Because. Yeah. Hundred percent. Like that's just that's how that's your fastest way out. If you want, yeah. or he'll lead you to somewhere else. There, he does want you. But yeah. like, if you're working for him, he knows what your mindset is. He knows where your heart's at. Yeah, he will lift you up. Like, it's just it's a, it's a fact. It's yeah, no, and it's crazy. I want her to come work with me already, but uh, we we haven't got there just yet. <laughs> yeah. But I know once uh, once I could get her on board, man, we're gonna be a powerful yeah. team, man. That's, because uh, we we know that God's our foundation, and I, I'm excited for it. I actually write down down on my goals every single mm-hmm. day so just really the way i break down my goals it's 
I do my what my mission is. Yeah. Right. That that's the introduction that I had right now. Um, and then I have you know uh, basically uh, what my mission for my marriage is. Yeah. And then I have my goals that like you know financial. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have my uh, wealth. I mean, sorry. Uh, so spirituals. And then I have my yeah my my wealth and then health goals uh, all lined up together. And I only have five. I write five every single day. And that's part of it is with with uh, with the finances one, right? I want to close so many deals in yeah. a certain amount of time. With, with with for me, it's four months, and so that you know I can promote my wife, or so that we can promote my wife to work with me. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Yep. And because I know that once she comes on board, man, mm-hmm. what she's doing at her, you know, where she works at now, it's you know, God's gonna multiply it because we're doing it together. Yeah. Yeah. So super excited yeah. for that. Hope that happens soon. So, babe, if you're hearing this, um, <laughs> just let me go to work more so we can get yeah, you on board. We'll listen to that message. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, how do you know if you're 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 pursuing your purpose? Yeah, that's a that's a great question um, as well. Um, it's where you're just um, if you feel that you're it's it's just flows. Mm-hmm. Number one, whatever you're doing, it just it's flows. It's it's so natural to you. But one of the biggest things about your purpose is that there's there's three things. Is that is it glorifying God? Mm. Is it impacting God's kingdom? And is it benefiting others? Those are the three things that you want to look at. And if it's not those, then it's not your purpose. It's something mm. else. It's a job or a career or a relationship or something yeah. like that. But it's not um, it's not your purpose. Yeah. Can you repeat those? Yeah. Um, glorify God. Yeah. Impact his kingdom Good. and benefit others. Good. Those three things. Like if it's not doing those three things, it's not your purpose. Good. Like remember that. It's it's just a hundred percent. And that's why just on um just like in the new business I'm doing with um the financial plan and the advising is that I feel like it's a career what I've been doing a career with my hotel stuff and the hotel and the travel business. Now going to finance, um, I feel it's a career to calling because it it does those three things that I just mentioned. Mm. Because I have a story behind it. Um, it glorifies God. Um, it impacts his kingdom financially, uh, which he doesn't need me to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's, you know, he has, a, he owns it all already anyway, but it does that. And then it benefits others in a way where, um, you know, money isn't a stronghold for them. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so when that's why I get excited about that stuff, because yeah. it's just like, I feel that it, it aligns with those three things. Like, yeah, and for me, good. it just flows when I get to talk about, um, you know, educating families or um, helping them with finances or getting them out of debt or showing them plans that protect their income or protect their future That's good. Um, or change the family tree is like my main goal. Mm-hmm. I want to change the family tree to something where money's not that stronghold and yeah. their next generation is better off than what they were. Like, and that's, I think, all of our goals, right, is to our next heir or our next... Yeah, the legacy, man. Yeah, legacy. Exactly. Just really to create a legacy for your next people or for your next uh, kids or, you know, your wife or whoever yeah, the case yeah. is. But, um, so that's kind of just an example on my end is just, like, why I think that's for me. But yeah. for somebody else, like, whatever their purpose is, it's those three things. Yeah. And if it's not, then it's it's just not your purpose. It's something else. Yeah. yeah. But you really want to look for those three things, uh when you're trying to identify your purpose for yeah, sure. No, that's really good. And, and, you know, huge thing is, you know, just asking straight out, ask, you know, Hey, am I, am I living in where you want me to be right now? Am I living according to your will right now? Mm-hmm. You know, asking God, and he's going to show you the way you might be in a, in a position right now where you feel like, Hey, maybe this is not my purpose. Right. But sometimes God's going to use that. Like, Hey, 
master this. Be, become really good at this. This is going to help you get into the next level. You get to the next step where I want you to be. Like, don't give up just now. Keep going. And I think it's in Thessalonians. I can't remember which verse in Thessalonians, but it's where uh, God says, um, be grateful in all things. Like, you know, be grateful in all things in Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You know, for this is the purpose God has for your life. Mm-hmm. So if you want to help identify your purpose, start being grateful. Yeah. Start being Thanksgiving. Start saying that stuff out loud and God will start moving you that's in good. that direction. But be grateful, be thankful for what you have right now. Yeah. Because that's his purpose for you. But then he'll start to show you more things. Like, you know what I mean? If we're, you know, it's baby steps, you know, walk before we run. It's not going to show your purpose right away when you're, we're having trouble doing the basic things. Yeah. You know, just reading or spending time with them, mm-hmm. you know, little, you know, things like that where we're not even spending time with them every day or we're not reading or we're not praying. Um, that's really those good. things that you got to get down before, you know, he shows you your, yeah, you know, yeah, definitely. He shows those, you your purpose. Like he those, can do it whatever he wants. I mean, he's got, he can show you your purpose even if you don't do that. Yeah. But just from what I've seen and just experiences, like it's, it, you know, you got to get those things down first. Yeah, the daily disciplines, man. I believe that. So that's, it's been some really good stuff, bro. We're going to go into the, the last couple of questions. These okay. are, these are super quick questions. Uh, I ask this almost every single time. Um, they're, they're, they're rapid fire questions, but they're a lot of fun. And sometimes they're the deepest. So yeah, they're okay. really good. So, and I didn't tell you about these questions. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Rapid yeah. fire. Yeah. yeah. These, yeah. these are the ones, uh, I told you were going to be a secret. So yeah. what's one tip if you could go back in time, right? To any age, you can choose the age, mm-hmm. whatever age, but you can't change anything. Right, you can't change anything. You can't change where you're at right now. You know your success, whatever the case is. You can't change anything. What age would you go back to, and what's one tip that you would give yourself? Um, yeah, one age or the age I go back to is probably uh, when I was like, let me see, when I was nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. Um, yeah, and just I mean, uh, I mean, save your money. <laughs> like you know, that's yeah. just like when you're like. I was like, man, if I was like 19 to when I was like 27, if I just would have saved and been yeah. smart and been a good steward with my money. Yeah. I It would be a, in a whole different position. You know, yeah. I, I wouldn't take anything back, obviously, like we mentioned. Like, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. take anything back because I love where God has me right now. And he yeah. uses me for, you know, he uses everything you do wrong as well for, for good. Mm-hmm. He can work with anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, that's one thing I would do when I'm like that young. It's like, dude, be a good steward of your money. And yeah, I be smarter been, with it. <laughs> yeah, I should have been more educated mm-hmm. on what, you know, um, I was doing. And that kind of goes back to what I'm doing now, but it's just um, because middle market families, if you're from a middle market family or upper middle market or, uh, you know, middle class, whatever you want to call it, uh, your parents usually pass down the same principles to you. Yeah. So you kind of learn what they're doing. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? As opposed to... Bad or good. Yeah, exactly. As opposed to wealthy families, like, they show you exactly what you need to do. That's why they stay wealthy and they plan yeah. and they do all these things. And then you have the lower income uh, people sometimes where they're like, they're like, there's two things. They're like, they're either going to stay in that position or they're going to be I know exactly what not to do. Like, yeah. I know exactly what not to do. Do the polar opposite of this. But if I had to go back, it would be to be a lot more educated and smarter on, you know, saving my money. Like That's know. good. And a lot of that comes with time, right? Yeah, because you're emotional when you're 19. I'm, yeah. like, I'm going to be the next billionaire, but I'm 30. Who cares about this 10 grand or whatever? You know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah, it's going to come no matter yeah, what. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's going to keep coming. I'm on a roll or, you know. Yeah, But yeah. it's like, you know, you to be more to be a lot smarter, uh, you know, with that stuff. You know what I mean? Thanks, and then, Kevin. you know, the money, the stuff that you're spending it on. One of the questions I got, it's like, yeah, the stuff that you really didn't need, you know, uh, you know, you have fun, certain things sometimes, that's fine. But, you know, if you could go back, you know, in your adult years and 
if you did not buy stuff that wasn't a necessity really for you, you know, how much money would you have right now? Yeah. Like, and I was like, I don't want to hear that question again. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know let's not talk about yeah, it. Let's not talk about that. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. All right. So next question. Uh, what's your favorite movie? Um, you know, basically something that you can watch over and over, man. <sighs> um, man, I would say one of them is, is uh, it sounds funny, but I don't even know if a lot of millennials are the young ones or not, but like Rocky Four probably. Really? One of the ones. That's yeah, a great Rocky. one. Yeah, Rocky Four. You, you can know. watch that a lot over yeah, and over? I can watch it like all the time. Yeah. yeah. For me, Four. I mean, I'm sure they know already, but it's Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Oh. Nice. Okay. That's a long movie too. Yeah. It's a yeah. classic. Yeah. No, classic. absolutely classic. Yeah. And uh, no, I would say, yeah, Rocky Four is like probably uh, the you know favorite movie, I would say. Yeah. Okay. okay. What's uh, your, your greatest weakness, you would say? Uh, I would say passion because I heard this from one of uh, my mentors when I was younger, um, is that it's like, yeah, you're, you're very passionate. You're emotional. You're, you're passionate. It's like, it's your greatest strength, but it's mm. like also like your greatest like weakness. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you can get, uh, you know, you can get attached to outcomes or you can, yeah. you know, you expect that same type of passion or loyalty from other people, yeah. which isn't really fair to them. Like, you know what I mean? So I would say, yeah, passion is... Uh, that's a good one, man. Yeah, I would that's say really that's good. my biggest weakness. But I learned to channel, or channel that where now it's it's yeah. more geared towards just my strengths and not, you know, but it's still... Yeah, and most, pe- through it. it's most, most people, it's, 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 that's exactly that's the same way, you know. Their, 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 their weakness is sometimes their strength. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. It, you know, for, for me, I mean, I, I think I've answered this question before, you know, for, for as far as weakness, you know, my, my biggest thing is that, you know, I'm... I'm impatient. You That's know? another one of mine. <laughs> yeah, right. Impatient, yeah, yeah. and then uh, yeah. Now that we have, I mean, of course, we have a lot, but that's probably going to be the biggest one. Is just being impatient. Just it's crazy. Yeah. No, that's uh, I'm 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 right there with you, man. That's you know one A and one yeah. B for me. Yeah. You know, it's just definitely right there. So, um, if you could have one gift or talent, it could be whatever you want. I don't even care if it's a superhero thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or, you know, instrument, music, whatever the case is. If you could have one gift or talent, what would it be? One gift or one talent. Um, I'm trying to think of it naturally instead of having like a you know politically correct answer that everyone wants to hear. Yeah. Um, talent I get that I want. Um, for like for me, it's singing. Like straight up. I just really, wish. singing? Yeah, I okay. wish I could sing, man. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I don't know why. I just I would love to have played quarterback in the NFL. That would have been nice. Nice. I mean, yeah, like a Tom Brady talent. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> the thing is, is like some kid, um, like when I was like in Pee Wee, I was like nine or ten years old, and I was a starting quarterback for Temple City Rams. Oh, really? And yeah, and I got and before the season started, like we were doing tackling drills, and this fool like hit me to the side, and I broke my arm. Oh gosh. And I was like, what the hell? I was like starting, finally got my chance, and was doing good. And broke my arm, and I was joking around with my buddies. Now I'm like, dude, I could be starting right now, bro. If I wasn't, dude, if I could be starting right now, if that that's dude awesome. break my arm, man. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. All right, good, man. Well, hey, I appreciate you for being on, man. This, this was a lot of fun. I don't think I've ever had an episode like this. So this is this was a really great experience, man. Just being able to to be open about this and. And I, I think I've been afraid to do it because I'm, I'm afraid that I might not know what I'm saying. Yeah. But like you said, we can talk from experience, right? We can, yeah, we can talk straight from experience. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I, I appreciate you, man. Uh, where can, where can people find you? Yeah, man. Well, it's just my Facebook, you know, uh, Kevin Crowell. 
um, you know, IG, uh, the Golden Boy says, mm. you know, me and my, we joke around, uh, me and uh, Tommy, just because, like, you know, Oscar De La Hoya, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Golden Boy says is my IG. And, nice, um, I like that. Yeah, so I'm going to get, um, upload that, or I'm going to start to add more stuff and, Good. you know, start to uh, implement, uh, you know, the financial principles and start showing people things on, Good. you know, how, can, how they can be better off, how they can protect their family, their income, um, their next generation, and just really... Uh, take that stronghold of money off of them. Yeah. They're, you know, they're excited about it. They learned God's principles, you know, stewardship. So yeah. um, I'm going to start implementing that and, and doing some free classes and things like that for Good. people. So it's, it's exciting stuff, but yeah, that's where they can find me. And, um, you know, excited to, excited to see what God does. That's, that's like good. the main thing. Cause it's like, you know, it's his plan, not mine. I know that yeah. people, it's overused where people go, God's plan. And it's really, you know, yeah. they just say it, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. a Drake song or something like that. Uh, but with me, yeah, with me, it's really just, you know, it really is. It's really him where it's like, man, this isn't, you know, he's got the, he's got the wheel, not me. You know, I'm just yeah. in the seat, you know, so good. Um, we're excited to see what God does. And, you know, hopefully we look back on this episode and, and yeah, see, we'll have a follow up. We'll have oh, a follow up yeah. in, in, in some time and then say like, hey, man, you know what? I was here then. Now, you know, now I'm here because of what God done, you know, did in my life and. I'm excited for that, man. Yeah, man, that's uh, that's one of the goals to be to get on to get that on that big stage to be able to share. So okay, nice, it, man. man. No, thank you, thank you for being on, um, guys. If you guys could just do me a favor, tag somebody you know on this on this live video. Um, once once it's up on the podcast, if you could just go and uh, subscribe, give us a five star review. Again, we're doing this to to help inspire and encourage people to find their purpose, and uh, we can't do it. You know, we can't do it alone. We need we need everybody to to help out, and we want to change lives together. So um, the Absolutely, way I, yeah. the way I end this show every single time, uh, if nobody loves you, Jesus loves you. All right, guys, have a good one.